is uh, your host, Joe Nemitz. I'm director of player and coach development for Wasco Baseball, and welcome to Wasco Baseball on our show, Here's the Pitch, uh, which is a, a discussion about ideas about the game of baseball. Uh, our program, Wasco Baseball, is committed to the idea that by discussing different aspects of the game and baseball, we can better ourselves by listening to others and incorporating the best ideas into our program and get that, translate that to our players. So as I always like to say when uh, when I was teaching, if you're not listening, you're not learning. So let's get started. Uh, we have as our guest today, Coach Sean Hessel. Is that how I pronounce it right? Yeah, I have to cuss a little bit. Hessel. Hessel. All right. You'd think I'd known after a few years that I would get that right. So <laughs> already we got a mistake uh, just starting off, but that's good. But we got to get that right. That's important. So um, you are the president of Wasco Baseball. Welcome, Coach. And uh, if you don't mind, I'll turn it over to you, let you introduce yourself to everyone. Tell us about your uh, baseball background and your history with uh, Wasco Baseball, if you would. Joe, thanks first off, just hosting this and putting extra energy on uh, you know, really advancing you know, Wasco Baseball. And just this would be another way that we could talk about a lot of the great things that we do. So first off, just thanks uh, for doing this. Uh, my background uh, is, um, you know, I got an opportunity to grow up in Northern California and uh, you know, up there, you know, we used to play sports all year round, but all different sports. So it was basketball season. We were shooting hoops and uh, football, of course, we were on the gridiron. And for us, uh, you know, baseball was uh, in Northern California, had a short window to play. And, you know, for I'm not real sure what got me into it, but I think it was my own thing. You know, I didn't my dad didn't coach me and my brothers did other things. And it was just sort of my own thing, I suppose. And I just gravitated to it and I got an opportunity to play uh, junior college ball up in, up in Northern California and then uh, had the really uh, the privilege of getting a scholarship to join um, uh, Purdue University and play ball out there. And um, just very blessed to not only be part of that great university, but some of the great people that I met out there as well. So, um, but I had uh, my best job ever. I, right after playing college ball, I played one year of independent ball one summer. Um, didn't get paid a lot, but still the best job I ever had. I realized also probably some other things I want to do in my career. And I went to grad school and um, had an opportunity to, to uh, move to different parts of the country. I got into coaching uh, at uh, up in Minnesota doing American Legion uh, when I was going to grad school at the time and um, just started to get that bug around, you know, giving back to the game. And uh, that's what really started, uh, you know, my, my journey of being a coach and a continued journey, by the way, is, um, this, uh, this game is, uh, um, it's challenging, but it's also, um, helped really, um, fulfilling for me to be able to give back to it. Um, cause I had such a benefit of, of getting so much from it, uh, through others. So, um, so that's fast forward to, you know, I got an opportunity to move out here to Illinois back in 2011 and, um, had an opportunity to meet, meet Chris Bell, who's, um, involved in the, in, um, at the time with Wasco baseball. And he got me interested in being part of the board and, I joined back in, I think it was 2000, uh, 2012, and I've been in multiple roles ever since. So uh, I've just finished up my one year as the uh, as president, and um, we're heading into year two. So excited to, to be here. Well, uh, 
that's quite a background. And I, and I have to say, Coach, um, it speaks to your desire to give back and be humble um, sincerely because I think I, I've known you before you became president, but uh, I think it took me two or three years before I found out that you did play college baseball at Purdue. Um, most guys, you know, they let you know right away they played college ball and, and this and that. And so um, because that's just a part of you, you know, it's not the defining thing. Uh, that speaks, I think, like you said, to your service and, and you had a great experience. Uh, coming from California, that explains a lot about you, I think, uh, that I, I didn't know that before. So I already learned some things in my notes here. And uh, again, that's what it's all about here. So I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, you've um, you've done a lot in that first year you know, as your president, as you said. And even though you've been around before, um, one of the things I know you start your meetings with is the mission and the vision statement. So if you want to tell us about that, uh, what is that statement and the vision you have for Wasco baseball and kind of what Wasco baseball is looking for, uh, if you would. Yeah, I so the, our first year we got together as a board in November of uh, 2019. And, you know, just to set some context, we had eight new board members and then we had uh, five existing members change their roles. And when we had that uh, amount of change in a 21 member all volunteer board, you know, I really thought it was important that we just recalibrate and reconnect for what Wasco baseball is and why we're here. And what we came up with, um, and it was a you know, meeting where we kind of talked about some of the things that who we are and who we aren't. And what we aligned on was really this purpose of you know, serving the members of the Wasco baseball community by providing a developmental and competitive and positive experience to the game of baseball. And we start our meetings every time with that recalibration because I think it provides our, our compass. And if you kind of extend that out just a little bit further, so that helps us think about um, you know, what we will do with that, that purpose. And we said to ourselves that we want to be able to sponsor leadership and playing skills programs. We want to invest in quality fields and and support community events and organizations that are aligned with our, our purpose. And when you get down to what the outcome that we want is, we really want to make sure that all of our members are demonstrating the good sportsmanship, um, that strong work ethic, a, a positive teamwork, um, and also just a healthy pride while they're with Wasco Baseball and beyond. And, uh, you know, when we think about it, it's just a good grounding for us and that's a good calibration and provides that real compass for, for why we do what we do. And, you know, for, again, all volunteer 21 member board and to support the number of players that, and members that come through our program every year, um, it's yeoman's work. And we need to make sure that people are, are in it for all the right reasons, because um, uh, there's a ton of work that goes into, uh, you know, advancing this, this program. Absolutely. And, and especially since, you know, Wasco always had a good reputation, you know, you're trying to make it better, which is, is, is a task by itself. But then, as you said, it's being a large organization and being all volunteer. Uh, yeah, there's so many different layers to it and that. So, um, you know, one of the things I know that you're promoting through Wasco is this idea of development over success. And a lot of programs claim that that's what they're about. Yet they get on the field and we got to win. We got to get trophies. We got to you know get exposure. We got to do all that. So tell tell us why do you feel that development is more important than success? Uh, it's it's uh, we just don't have enough time on this podcast. <laughs> I know that's true. That's true. Uh, 
I, I love the question. Um, I, I think it's important to start with a couple, you know, at least one sort of premise for me. I, you know, I, I think success is important. There's no question. It can be self-motivating. It can be motivating, self-fueling for, and I want people and, and people that are, whatever they end up doing, want to, to get those experiences of what success feels like. And, um, but behind that is this strong belief I have that, you know, development is a, is a mindset. Uh, it, 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 it is the work that you do before you have success. And you know, there's a ton of material out there and I won't be able to quote it all, but um, Carol Dweck wrote a great book called Growth Mindset. And, and when you think about what that means is that we're all works in progress. And no matter what we do, there's always something that we can do to make ourselves better. And when you have a mindset that your work is never done, that you are never stop growing, that it's all about how you get better. Um, that type of mindset will fuel success. And if the focus is only on the finish line, um, I think we're just cutting ourselves a little bit short, especially when you think about coaches, youth baseball coaches for us. You know, when you talk to your players, these players that you coach, these uh, young people that you've had an opportunity to coach, two, three years down the road. My bet is they won't remember the record that they had when they played for you, but they're probably going to remember the experience they had. Did they trust you? And did they, was it positive? And did you help make them better as a, not only a person, but, you know, as a player, of course. And so, you know, I've had this sort of evolution in my youth coaching experience where I think I did spend too much energy thinking about wins and losses early on. And I realized that the, how it made me feel to be focusing on just wins and losses instead of developing a relationship with these young people and helping them grow and also advancing their baseball skills. Um, that really helped shift for me about why it's so important and why we're putting a lot of investment in Wasco baseball that the development is what fuels the success. And you might have success, in, but I don't think it ever comes in a sustained way if you're not putting the energy on the development side. So, um, again, I think it's a mindset um, and this belief that we're all works in progress. And when you apply that to life and let's just talk about baseball and there's there's never a shortage of things you can get better at. And when you get better at things, you'll have success. Oh, Coach, that's uh, well said, and, and that's great to hear because we're going to have to have you on back again so we can talk about just that subject. But uh, absolutely right. You, you hit on a couple of things that come to mind. You know, number one, it's hard to change. Um, mm -hmm. And I know myself as a young coach, you sound like you had a similar experience. A lot of, uh, of the adults do that we encounter that at first you get out and, yeah, you want you take it personally. You want to be successful. Mm -hmm. But then the light bulb goes on and you realize it's not about what I know. It's what they know. You know, and some people that happen sooner than later. And I know my daughter played strikers in the softball or uh, the uh, soccer program locally. And we had a coach, Pete Ward was fantastic. He did almost exactly what you described. First meeting with all the parents, he said, stand up if you played professionally. Nobody stood up. Stand up if you played in college, a few people. Stand up if you played in high school. And some people did. And they said, okay, tell me the score of your third game your senior year. He's like, I don't remember. Goes, so what do you remember? You remember the experience. You remember the frustrations. You remember the, the good things, you know. So um, that's well said. And that just says, and I think you carry it over, like what they're teaching now, you know, is going to carry them beyond sports and beyond baseball. So um, good, 
good answer and and we, again we could talk more about it so i'll change it up a little bit for you one of the things we have here is a wild pitch segment um so we're gonna throw some things at you maybe baseball maybe not they're just out there so we'll lighten it a little bit here uh what's your favorite color blue blue all right quick question uh or easy easy question too another quick question which rocky picture is best the best of the rocky pictures Best of the Rockies? Yeah, not just Rocky, like one through five. Can't go Creed or can't go into some of the Oh, other Rocky. Yeah. Oh, Rocky Balboa, yeah. number two. Number two. Rocky. Rocky. Okay. Number two. Yeah. All right. There you have it. Definitive answer. Um, so, uh, again, you've done a great job first year. A lot of changes, things like you said. Um, what's the biggest change you say you've, you've seen in Wasco baseball so far? Um, and then kind of a follow-up to that, what would you like to see or do differently going forward? So if you kind of address those two things, biggest change and what you'd like to uh, maybe do differently going forward. Yeah, I think on the change, you know, that's a real good, uh, it makes me think about a couple of things. And I guess what I've seen in terms of change is just the number of people that have come and gone on the board. But this is the part that I, I think is important to bring home is that the spirit and the purpose of what we do as a Wasco, Wasco baseball organization has, has really stayed true. I mean, there's going to be bumps in, on the road on any organization. And, but if you think, look at the arc of, um, of, of the path of what we've done, I think you'll find it to be quite consistent. So, which kind of speaks to, you know, we're bringing on people in this organization that have the right and similar sort of mindset of, that this is all about kind of giving back to the members of the Wasco baseball community. And so, yeah, we'll have different personalities on the board. I, I think, you know, and so I see that as the biggest change. And I always get worried that, you know, we change up people and that's going to lead to um, different um, outcomes and different decisions of what we do. And for the most part, Joe, I, I think we've been quite consistent as an organization of, of really investing and really focusing um focusing on, on our community and, and uh, the members of this uh, of Wasco baseball. So I, I think what I want to see differently here would be um, you know, similar to what I, I may have mentioned, but I, I want to just highlight some, maybe the continued advancement of three areas. One is really about this, the continued sponsorship of leadership and playing skills programs. And I, I think it's real important to help um, our, to, to help drive the right player experiences, we got to have the right type of coaches with the confidence and knowledge around the game uh, and how to coach youth baseball. And so I don't, sure, I'd love to have people that have played advanced college baseball, but I will tell you, Joe, I've seen some of the best coaches that have entered into organization that haven't had that depth of experience. And I think when those people join, they bring another set of skills. Uh, that we really value. And that's about commitment to their community and being positive. And the work that you've done, and I know you partnered up with Kurt last year on the instructional side, Kurt Baxley, um, about really advancing the skills of how to be a coach. And you've, of course, done that throughout your career. We've had the benefit of having part of our organization. But I think that's, that's, think, that's one area that I think we need to continue to do more of is to help our coaches understand how to teach this game and complement some of the other great skills they have to advance the purpose that we have. Again, again, developmental competitive and being positive experiences. So that's number one. Um, number two is, 
uh, I would say it's going to be the quality of fields. And this is the area where um, we try and do our best to carve out money in our operating budget every year to invest back into the fields. And we're thankful to have the partnerships we have with um, the Campton Township, uh, District 303, as well as um, uh, uh, King County Forest Preserve and, and others. Um, there's more work and more investment that needs to happen into our fields because when we think about hosting outside uh, organizations that come and play at our place or just the people that continue to live in this area, you know, it, it has been a consistent theme of feedback around, you know, how do we make our fields, uh, how can you make your fields better? And um, we just don't have, always have the resources just through our member fees to be able to get the right money. So we're thinking about ways to build better partnerships with um, our current partners. How do we uh, enhance our uh, fundraising activities and donations? We just became a federal 501c3 um, uh, this past year. Um, we've got some strong ambitions to encourage more investment and more donations to, so we can channel that money uh, funding back into our fields, again, to lead to a better experience for our members. So that's bucket number two. And then, you know, three is, you know, we're, it's been a bit spotty on how we partnered and supported community um, organization and events. I think our heart's always in the right place. Um, we have capacity constraints like everyone else. Uh, and, and because we're an all volunteer organization, we're, you know, we, we get, we bring people different, a lot of interest, but I, I what I like this us do, and this is one of the focus areas for this year is how can we find that right partner with us, a community-based organization? We want to support our community and the things that make our community stronger if it's aligned with um, our purpose. Um, so there's some more work that we can do. And um, again, supporting more um, consistently, uh, you know, either events or organizations in our community. Yeah, and, and uh, that's tremendous. I think that's one of the things that separates Wasco from a lot of other things. They are community-based, all of them, but doesn't mean they necessarily serve the community. And again, it's, it, it goes back to what you said earlier about extending that experience or taking the baseball experience and extending it beyond life because, you know, uh, the whole metaphor about baseball is, is a game, just like life is a game and you get thrown curveballs and you have to touch all the bases and, you know, and all those those things from baseball carry over to life because they're so true. And uh, I think that's what, you know, again, you've done a lot of that to begin with. Uh, you know, again, we don't have time to go through all those, but uh, that's an important part. And going back to the quality of fields too, um, you know, again, like you said, it speaks to the importance and it's, it's kind of the chicken and the egg thing. Like, if you've got great fields, you know, it's like field of dreams, they will come, yeah. you know, and, but more than that, it's that experience. You're not doing it because that you're not trying to say, Oh yeah, come to Wasco. We have the best fields. It's not about that. It's about when a kid plays for Wasco, they show that pride when they walk on the field, this is our home and we're going to have fun with it and take care of it. And um, so, yeah, those are all great things and, and difficult things. Um, so we're going to go back to a couple wild pitch questions before okay. we go back and, and, uh, get, finish up with some serious uh, questions. So uh, next one's tough one. Think carefully about your answer here. Cubs or Sox? Uh, I will have to go neither. <laughs> uh, I, and I'll tell you why. I, okay. um, I'll tell you briefly. So okay. one is uh, I grew up in Northern California, as I mentioned, and, and there was one team that always got uh, showed every game, and it was the Atlanta Braves. So I sort of grew up in the National League, just loving the Braves, yeah. even when they were terrible. And then because I was Northern California, uh, I'm an Oakland A fan. And of course, uh, the White Sox used to play in the Western Division with the A's. And uh, they were always seem to be competing against each other. So 
uh, deep down, I have a hard time um, supporting either one of them. But obviously, being in Chicago for the last, uh, you know, whatever, eight years or so, um, I, I, I do enjoy uh, both those, those uh, um, both teams. But my heart is uh, definitely with the A's and the Braves. Okay, very, very in a political year, a very political <laughs> answer. But so you're pulling for Larusa because he was an A's manager. Come back to the Sox. I would, I would, I like him. He, he's a great baseball guy, and that's. Oh, yeah. uh, as it sounds like you said you're a baseball guy, obviously. Um, but I'm curious with your background, having played those sports. Uh, this is another wild pitch. Second favorite sport. I love basketball. I'm not very good at it, and I don't think I was a very good coach. But I just i I love, especially college basketball, and I know again I like to play it. I love to coach it, but um, it's definitely a, 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 a. I would say basketball. Okay. Uh, last wild pitch question. Then we're back to uh, our final question and final thoughts. Uh, favorite room in the house. Favorite room in the house. It would have to be my little uh, cave here that I have uh, that where I'm at right now. It's my, a bit of a sanctuary. Uh, no one likes to come in it because probably I, I keep it a mess. Um, but um, it gives me the opportunity to have uh, some Sean time and, and I'm not too far away from my family when I open up the door. So. Awesome. Um, so we're going to expand a little bit outside of Wasco, um, but, you know, having been around in sports and athletics all your life, how have you seen youth sports change over the last uh, 10 years or so? Like, you know, what's some big changes that you've seen? And then obviously that connects to what you're trying to do with Wasco, you know, directly or indirectly. So what, do you, what have you seen of the changes and that, you know, uh, have, have come about with youth sports? Hmm. I think you'll hear, I think you'll hear an answer that sounds, uh, you know, all too familiar with a lot of people. And uh, it, it is a bit about the specialization and uh, almost the professionalization of, of youth sports. And in some respects, it's all good in other respects, just like anything else that, um, you know, it's not, there's some, some negative aspects to that. And I, I think what we try to do here at Wasco is, is, you know, we run a spring, summer and uh, you know, fall season, and we want our players to have different athletic experiences, but I, I think it does get quite difficult for uh, parents and players to try to feel like the, to deal with the pressure of the, the need this feeling like they need to specialize. And um, when I had players, when I coached and they said, Hey coach, I'm going to take the fall off of baseball. I said, all the best to you because they wanted to play football or they wanted to do something else or, or even take a season off. And I, I think that's probably the change. And I suppose with anything else, we'll see the pendulum shift the other way at some point. But, you know, this need and this belief that you have to spend every opportunity to train and to play the game. And I, I, I worry about, you know, the, the marrow being sucked out of someone's spirit because they're just having to do it year round and sometimes taking a break makes all the sense to get regenerated into your, into um, uh, appreciating the game in itself. And so ultimately um, I think that um, we, this pressure uh, I think is one of the things definitely have changed. I never felt it growing up um, and I had was quite lucky to get the opportunities I had, but I'm a believer in that you kind of create your own luck in that. And it just happened to be the right people and the right type of investment I put in my own development. And um, so um I'm kind of kind of swirling around a couple of different reasons, but I, I really want people and players to to really own it. 
and they're not doing it because of their parents. They're doing it because they, they love the game. They have a mindset around how do I just get better? Um, I think parents realize it at some point that their kids probably aren't going to fund their retirement um, playing this game. They probably realize at some point that their player is probably not going to get a full ride scholarship playing this game, a college scholarship. So um, I think the sooner parents recognize that and allow the, the player just to really own the experience, uh, I think we'll probably see more uh, players um, really enjoying the game for all the right reasons and, and being out there. So uh, not to get too philosophical around it, but um, I think that big change is, is around the specialization and professionalization of it. I'm hoping to see it shift back and, and us really valuing um, our players really owning it and also getting diverse experiences outside of the game of baseball. No, absolutely. I agree with you that. And, and uh, I, again, I've seen it from, you know, the high school end where I've been coaching too, is that, you know, we've asked all kids and this maybe speaks to, you know, society and school is to grow up so much quicker. You know, you talked about your child experience where you kind of got to do what you want to do, whether it was this sport or that sport. And uh, now, you know, we kind of try to direct them and steer them and, and, you know, emphasize. And of course, culturally sports has taken off astronomically in the last 10 years. It's the business you talked about. And so it's easy for, you know, people and parents and players to get caught up in that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're absolutely right. And yeah, well, that's another topic in itself that we could dive into, but that, yeah, that whole idea of specialization and, and, you know, um, kind of keeping up with, you know, um, everyone and the toughest thing and I know as a parent of, of, of two kids and, and you you know probably have that same experience that you know uh, everybody's path is different and it's so easy to compare your kid to the kid next door or that and, and people do it for you <laughs> sometimes you know but you just got to keep that in mind it's not easy you know it goes back to like you said about the open the growth mindset you know open to change it's like all right, mm -hmm. this is where we're at. This is what it could be like, but we don't know. So let's go. But uh, yeah, um, good advice. So um, appreciate hearing. And, and we're going to move then to final thoughts. We're going to give you the last uh, three or four minutes here um, just to kind of wrap things up. Appreciate your time and all that you're doing for Wasco. And any other final thoughts or remarks you want to make to the coaches and players and parents and uh, um, say anything you need to about uh, Wasco and baseball, what it's all about. It's all yours, coach. Yeah, you bet. Thanks. Uh, again, I just want to say thanks, Joe, for this. And I, if anybody um, who doesn't know you, um, you know, they're missing out on an opportunity to, to see somebody that lives and breathes this game, but I think doing it the right way. And so I love the fact that you are taking this on because it just gives us another way to talk about uh, Wasco baseball and also just the game. Um, I think my, my final thought would be just, um, just a sort of just very deep appreciation for all the, the board members I've had a, a privilege to serve with. Uh, you know, I don't think necessarily all of our members recognize the, the amount of energy and um, you know, time it takes to, to do this work. And it's not that I don't think people don't appreciate it. Just um, there's a lot of depth of, of, of work that we do that probably is unheralded. So just first off, I want to say thank you to all of the board members that I've had an opportunity to work with uh, on Wasco Baseball. Uh, and then the second thing is really our members. I, I think, you know, this past year has been quite uh, – quite uh, trying in, in, a, in a ton of, ton of different ways. And um, our members were, were patient and tolerant uh, around whether we were going to start or stop and uh, whether we we're going to have a season. And we um, were very thankful to have that. And so uh, we couldn't have done it without just all of the support and, you know, cooperation of all of our members, just wanting to get their players out there 
showing their appreciation for us, uh, spending their energy uh, get, to get the game of baseball ready for them. Um, and I think that just speaks to kind of what we are as a board and what we are as an organization that we really do want to serve, you know, the members of the Wasco baseball community. And uh, we're going to continue to do that as we head into 2021 um, and looking forward to seeing all those people that have played with us in the past and uh, to, to be with us again uh, next year. Yeah, well said, Coach. And, and and I think, again, part of the reason that, you know, we want to do this is we we know Wasco baseball is in good shape. We want to make it better. We want everybody to know what we're doing. Um, and your job certainly as president is not easier. And then to add the COVID on top of it, um, people don't know uh, that you were a big driving force of that. And there are a lot of a lot of things, uh, layers to it that you kept people going, kept it positive, you know, and, and kind of just made us look at things differently and say, it's a different season, same game, uh, but different conditions, and we got to make the best of it. And you certainly have done that. We appreciate that. Um, we appreciate uh, you know your time, your thoughts here, and apologize for uh, the technical difficulty there, interrupting you with the song. But uh, we're ready to close out here, so um, we're gonna uh, say thanks again, and uh, thanks to uh, Wasco Baseball and all its uh, members, as you said, board members, play, uh, players, coaches, parents. Uh, we're here to get better, so. Hope you enjoyed this first segment, and um, we'll be back next month uh, with another guest. So, uh, Coach, uh, thanks very much for your time and for all that you do for Wasco Baseball. Thank you, Joe. Yeah.